2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: That sounds like the most uncomfortable thing ever. Wrangler Speedos. Why would I want denim like scratchy denim? That cl- I, I don't want that. Well, I,
4: I got to say it might have something for effect. We might be shooting a calendar for our tenth year, or I don't like they it. just want to keep us uncomfortable so the energy <laughs> stays high through four hours of great radio. I
1: don't like it. Parachutes. I don't like Speedos. I don't like. But
4: also, I mean, th- <laughs> think. I mean, the, the visual for America out there. I mean, that's a gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Unless it doesn't, we all know what Vito wants to see. Yeah. Hey now! <laughs>
1: yes, Vito. nine years ago today, the three of us got together and started doing this show, and uh, it's been some kind of ride. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, I still remember the first night being on the air. Uh, I, you know, certain certain shows I still remember, uh, like they happened a day ago. Uh, Certain things we said. I'm like, we said that. We we did it. We we had T O on that show, didn't we? We had T O. We had Warren Moon. We had. uh, uh, I just just think about some of the random interviews and people that we've had i'm like oh my god yes we had that person on we talked oh my god because something will happen now because and- if you want
4: to start doing randomness yeah. again we could we could do that yeah. we could start reaching out like, i could be a letter writer
1: because we were talking about weird al the other day and, yeah. my, and zoe was talking about weird al hey it's al yeah <laughs> and, and friend, we had weird al on when, when he came when, when uh uh word crimes yes. uh, made it to number one and weird al came on the show and he called in a half hour before he was supposed to do the interview going hey it's al and we're like your interview's in a half hour. What are you calling in now for? I just want to get it done.
4: Yeah, I just want well, to get it done. he was just trying to get it done. Wanted to get out and about. He was kind of a big deal just in the moment.
1: Weird. It's people that we've had on. You know,
4: Hot dog eat, I mean Competitive eaters. Yeah. Several. I mean, we had the uh, chasing down the cart to get horse mm-hmm. meat sandwiches. Yeah. Famously. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I remember we, we, we were talking about Frankie Muniz the other day. Yeah. He was a trivia question in a in a, in a a game we were playing. I said, oh, I remember we interviewed Frankie Muniz after the uh, Sharknado, after his death in Sharknado. Sorry, spoiler alert. Well, we oh, we, like, we he had, was so we much fun. Ferranti
4: yeah. showed up here yeah. brought me candy sharks. The yeah. our yeah. takes, yeah. Sure. Well, <laughs> well, stuff hey, that hey, made hey. it into movies.
1: Hey, just so you know, a, a lot of the last few years in sports talk radio and TV have been made possible because of the takes on this show. Just so you know, well. when we retire, whoo, it's going to be stuff like, the Cowboys are good but not great. Phone number is 87799 on Fox. That's my hot take. The Jets need a quarterback. Agree or disagree? 877 877- 99 on Fox.
4: Here's it's the problem very- with AI. You can take that take and that, that's evergreen. That's going to be the beginning of every season going forward. What did Jason Smith AI oh, think oh of this goodness. one? <laughs> but, I mean, all the interviews, the all the big still moments. Suck.
1: The Jets still suck. <laughs> the Jets still suck. But the, the titles
4: that we've commemorated. If you think the no. Jets still suck, press 1 now. If you think the
1: Jets suck now and will suck next year, press 2 now. You've selected
4: Regicide. If you know the name of the king or kings being killed, press one now. I mean, we've almost been together for the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, yes, we now I want a tuna fish
1: sandwich. Uh, yes, it's been a big last nine years. And, and look, we said, hey, we'll stay on until at least TCU plays for the national championship. So now you know, everything else from is found whoa, money.
4: Whoa, 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 I said yes, played <laughs> I mean, they with, come after tonight, uh,
1: loosely played, yeah, yes, played. No,
4: See, this one doesn't count. So they I think on, we, we just bought ourselves another decade. They were on the field.
1: I don't know that they played for it, but they were on the field. Now, look, 65-7. It's not a close game. Uh... Was this game closer than the final score indicated? No
3: 8,
1: 7, 7, 99 on Fox. Those are gonna be
4: the I'm takes, man. I'm telling you, those are gonna be, the, you, takes. Those be the takes. Tomorrow might be you know, I really thought they were gonna have a chance <laughs> to get back into this game <laughs> right about there, and it dissipated fast. That's how it is. Was this oh. game
1: closer? Then it was indicated eight, seven, seven, uh, but watching tonight's game, there's the, I and you're already going to see the next, the next couple of days of did TCU belong? Did we get it right? Look at, look at the difference in, in talent with Georgia and TCU. And I look, I understand that, but here is where the future of the college football playoff and that 12 team playoff we're going to be getting to is going to solve everything because When you get to this point, there's not going to be any question of how good a team is that's ranked second. We didn't know how good TCU was because th- th- ah, what kind of schedule they played. It was TCU good enough. They beat Michigan in a game. Michigan played terribly all season long. Now, I, honestly, I can say this because I'm I'm here with you and not at home where my wife is in the other room. Uh, Michigan was overrated this year. They were a really good team, but I think their talent was overrated. They they were JJ McCarthy was good. He wasn't great, and he proved that he can be a, can be a great quarterback, but they were still just a little bit of last year, Michigan's team. Like, if they somehow made it to play Georgia, they still would have gotten beat. Oh,
4: they, they right? absolutely they may, may have absolutely gotten worked. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the game they played that was so no. fundamentally flawed. Exactly. At a million exactly. levels. Not to mention just that whole attitude thing for as much as they talked about regret and how they needed to have a better showing. And they got punched in the mouth by TCU. Yeah. Well, you were supposed to be the big bad guys Uh on the offensive and defensive lines, and you got worked at your own game. You know what it is. Think about it. Like think
1: about the comparison. Like this: when Ronda Rousey was running through the women's division of the UFC, right? Former guest Ronda Rousey, who would have gone on a date with me, because especially if I was a Mets fan. She we, didn't say you though. No, she did say me. She, she said, said Mets fan. She said I could teach him about, and he could teach me about the math. Well, Mets. we
4: debated bringing up some of the pictures.
1: Boy, can you imagine me sitting across the table from Ronda Rousey going? And then in two thousand five, we fired Willie Randolph in the middle of the night. Oh, it was crazy. Wait, Willie. Really, okay. Well, then, you know anyway, she's trying
4: to take over the tag team division. Yeah, it, now. it is now. She's moving. So
1: when she was running UFC, and she when she was in when she was in MMA, and it was look at the big star she was because she was winning every. Every matchup in eight seconds, right? She was crushing everybody. But what do we say when this is going on? How good is the women's division really? We only know a handful of fighters. And once you get outside the top three, to- I mean, how many of them are really great? And, and then they- because of their popularity, more people got into that women's division and it got better. And you got a better sense of how great a fighter she was it because got once up fast. Yeah, once yeah. the really good fight, she couldn't beat anybody and she had to leave the UFC and leave MMA, right? It's like that with college football. How good are these teams? How good is TCU? We have a very small sample size of them in games that really matter. Okay, they beat Michigan by a couple of points in a game where Michigan played awful. They played well. Then they played the championship game, and they were never in it. How good was TCU? Yeah, I don't know. How good is Ohio State? They backed in. They played one game where they lost by a field goal to the team that won the national championship, but they lost by 50 You know, the the last game they played to Michigan. So what's going to help now is that there will be less questions because with 12 teams in, you're going to be able to say, okay, this team playing for the national championship, Well, what can you say? They beat Florida State. They beat Michigan. They went on, they beat Georgia, and they lost to Alabama for the title. Even though they lost 45-7, hey, you can't argue with their resume. They won three games to make it to the final, or whatever it's going to be, however they figure Damn. it out. There's going to be more games and more of a sample size where we can understand how many teams really are great and how many teams are overrated. Because once you put those 12 teams in, when, remember when you get to when you get to the top 12, not many of those teams are. Play each other over the course of the season because that's why you get the top twelve teams. It's teams with one loss. So if you have more than one loss, you're not going to be there. So you don't get a lot of teams that have played. Sometimes you get the overlap. You get Michigan, Michigan. You get Michigan, Ohio State overlap. You get Alabama, Georgia. But for the vast majority, is well, we haven't seen these games, so we don't know how good these teams are. So now you're talking about twelve teams in, and you're going to have a first round of of, of four games to get to eight or whatever it's going to be to get to four. From there on out, it's, okay, now we can see exactly who the best teams are, and the best teams are going to win. You're not going to back your way into playing for the national championship in college football, where you can make the argument, did TCU back their way in? They played one game against Michigan, and, yeah, Michigan was awful. TCU was good, but what's the worst game Michigan played all season long? Yeah, here they are in the national championship. But if before that they had beaten Florida State and then they beat – Ohio State, and then they beat Michigan, and then they lose like this. No one's saying TCU doesn't deserve it. Right. TCU wasn't here. So that's, that's going to solve a lot of that. That's going to solve a lot of that, oh, how many teams are good enough, because we're going to get a bigger sample size to see it.
4: Yeah, perception, reality, and and you know that there are going to be some teams on the periphery that are good, not great. And that's the way it works. It'll be curious to see, as you point out, how the schedule the ebb and flow and how you decide those non-conference games or even within the conferences that continue to swell, right, the extra teams coming to the Big Ten and and all of that movement, how you decide those regular season schedules are going to be dictated. But a game like Oregon-Georgia, where Oregon got absolutely worked, take that game off their resume. Just magically make it disappear. Look at Oregon, how much better they look, right, as the season goes on but you're always going. Wow, they got worked by Georgia. Remember that opener? That you can't take that away from the resume. So we we go through, and and that's going to be a change, a fundamental change in college football. But once you get to the playoffs, you're also not going to have the month off to go work up game plans with opponent. Right, TCU with Michigan. It's an awful lot of time to study tape tendencies, run your numbers. Go back and look at sequences, formations. What did they run out of these formations? Maybe they'll start doing that little windmill thing that the Chiefs did, which is the most <laughs> disrespectful. That's why they got called for that holding penalty, you know. I just you know, don't like call- it on general yeah, principle. Yeah, we I'm call- not going to let you do this. We can't call him for, uh, you know, taunting or anything because this is weird. They what the hell is this crap? But I'm going to call that guy for a fictitious hold. To make my point. And then they score the next play. I don't like it. But, but the idea is you don't have a month to game plan. Right now, you're going to have to go through the slate, win, prepare for the next next date, and move on. And you saw here coming back out after a physical game against Michigan, one that they they really ground out. That a week later, you got to go up against Georgia, and there's no time. Right, there's not a time to get healthy. There's not a time to really see where you can maybe find a little wrinkle in that defense to exploit. Futech joined us last hour for College Football News, our buddy, and he talked about a parlay that he was looking at, which was, you know, TCU to score under 10 points was 11 to 1.
1: I would have never thought that would come.
4: I thought if they win tonight.
1: I could see Georgia winning like 49 28, but TCU's going to score. Wow. But that's wow, that just it, I though. Right.
4: Like, we're watching this game and, and absolutely domination situation. First hour of the show, I looked at you and go, hey, they're over midfield. And we chuckled <laughs> and we moved on. And, and, Look, you got to the title game. There's there's no uh you know, looking past that. You had a great year. You won a bunch of top 25 games and then it came to the the final and you got outclassed by a team that is right now at a program that is a machine.
1: Look at Georgia already, the odds on favorite for next season. Georgia Bulldogs. Here they are, the new dynasty. Alabama was so two years ago. Now it's about Georgia. You think Nick Saban was
4: happy being being asked questions about how great this team was? Hey, Nick, how, first of all, how great do you think
1: Georgia is? And secondly, how do you feel about NIL? <laughs> Just answer me those two questions. Can you answer me those questions, Nick? You, have, you, have, you want to hear about that? Can you do about that, please, for me, right there?
4: What did Dion tell you about what he was going to do going to Colorado <laughs> in the, when you were filming those commercials? Hey,
1: Nick, how long until Dion gets the gig, uh, your gig at Alabama? Like how many? how, how many more? How many
4: players is he going to poach? How many more from your recruiting class? No, no,
1: no, no. How many more years do you think you have to not win a national title until they hire Dion? Like, do you have one more year? I mean, is it two more years until they hire Dion? How, how many? How, how many Half years whack. do you think? How many years do you think? How <laughs> many is it? Twitter and how about a fresca. Mike, get swollen up? Just think about that. All that is going to be taken care of when we get to 12 teams. So, all the controversy, TCU, the belonging, that is going out the window. TireRack.com loves tires and since 1979 they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver and they're just a phone call or a click away. Website is packed with information advice and tools to make buying the right tires a snap. Like the Tire Decision Guide answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry like the high performance Kumho x Tire, the all-season Crujin lineup, and the off-road capable Kumo Road Venture Light Truck Tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free road hazard protection and fast, free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. Tire installation on your terms, game changer. I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com sports and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be more from the national championship, but coming up next, we get into one of the biggest stories off of week 18 in the NFL one head coach. I was told he was leaving. He was done. He went, Oh no, he's coming back for next year. But wait till you hear the changes that are going to go along with it. That's next right here from the Tyrek.com studios Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM. Eastern 7 PM. Pacific
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll have more on Georgia sixty five, TCU seven coming up in a few minutes. I mean, well, how what much, else is there? To how say? much more do we need on it? Are you going to read the box score? <laughs> yes. Like, what are you going to do? That's. I'm going I'm I'm to just going to give stats.
4: We're going to get you That's really, really in depth coverage of this one. Remember when they didn't get past the fifty on that drive? They would later do that again. What number? Again. What number was
1: greater? If I told you you could have Stetson Bennett's age or TCU's point totals and you're getting 18, what would you have picked? What would you pick? What would you take? <laughs> I like it. Uh but look, outside of this, week eighteen in the NFL brought its fair share of drama. We've already seen a couple of coaches let go on Black Monday. Actually, one was Sunday night. Couldn't wait for Lovey Smith. No, 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 no. We're gonna, Lovey, we're letting you go tonight. We're really pissed off about that two point conversion. We're gonna let you go tonight.
4: How great was that?
1: Oh, how you know what, Lovey Smith? I guarantee he's walking around right now, going, "I am doubly, triply glad I went for two points." Especially they fired me that night. I'm so glad we went well, for two. Because the rumors had been that it. that
4: was going to be the case yeah. before the game, and now good luck with C.J. <laughs> Stroud. Ah! No, the other, the other part was the improbability of that win. I mm-hmm. mean, that was. Uh, show of ineptitude on the cold side of the highest degree for some of those conversions the fourth and 20 all of that it's like you equally trying to lose on the other side. no just bad play like he went to the Herm edwards you played to win the game called a good two-point conversion try didn't yep. do anything silly didn't yep. do anything crazy here's akins he falls down Game
1: over. We really want Bryce. Oh, C.J.
4: Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Back in so Chicago, excited. they were saying, "Let's build a statue to Lovey."
1: Bears all the way to the end. Hey, better job coaching this year for the Bears, Ibrflus or Lovey Smith? Who did a better job for the Bears this year?
4: Well, Lovey uh, did what he needed to when it counted. Okay, well, although I mean, Peterman really did a hell of a job. Oh, well, that's true. To give him no uh, shot uh, of that winning is, that game in the finale. <laughs> and
1: we want to make sure we get the best chance. Of the number one overall. Justin, how you positive. feeling over there? Sit down. Uh, uh, but one of the other big stories, right? I, and I'm very surprised, this, Mike, because I was told by many people, said, watch Bill Belichick retire after this year. Oh, wow, he may be gone. He may leave. Uh, and when, when I'm hearing people say, and people that I don't want to say I trust, but people that, that I can see on TV and the radio and sit there and go, yeah, but I'm like paying attention, you think Belichick's going to go out like this? What are you, insane?
4: You think Belichick's going to go out, quote, a failure? That's never going to happen. 25 and 25 now in the post, Tom Brady. never going to happen. He's going to leave. He's
1: not going to leave until he can leave on an upswing. And many coaches never get that upswing again, so he's got a lot of work to do to get there. But today, Bill Belichick said, oh, yeah, next year, I'm coming back.
4: Our record is right around 500, which is what it's been kind of all year. With that, some good things and some not so good things. Nobody's satisfied with that. That's not our goal. And we need to try to improve on that, need to improve on it. That's all of us, Um, accountability everywhere, starting with me, coaching staff, players, each unit are all things that we will address. And that process will start probably later today.
1: It's not just Mac Jones. It's everybody. Well, Although Cameron you can, Acord, you can say the, uh, Mac Jones,
4: special teams coordinator, mm-hmm. you're going. Yeah. Look,
1: this is here's the deal. So Bill Belichick is coming back. Surprise! Of course he's going to come back. He's not going to walk. What the hell else but, is he going to do? But here's Unless here's Bob how.
4: Kraft said, you know, we, we can get Tommy back, but this is the stipulation. How about
1: we go get Tommy? He's going to come back, but you're not allowed to talk to him.
4: <laughs> but that would be the only way he'd leave is if he said, all right, I'm bringing Tommy back and you got to go. That's Tommy's coming back,
1: and you communicate with him through an intermediary. Okay, so whoever your O.C. is, if you have an O.C. next year, because, you know, we need an O.C. because I think we saw this year, we need an offensive coordinator because the offense stunk, but you didn't have one because you had a defensive coordinator doing it. So when you do that, okay, make sure you talk to your O.C. Your O.C. will talk to Chuck Tommy. Chuck Weiss, come back. Tommy will, talk, Tommy will talk to your O.C., who will then talk to you. It would be a big game of telephone all the way down I like the line. That.
4: All right, but nothing could go wrong there. Actually, w- it might be more direct than what they had this year. Uh, that's
1: just- <laughs> I'll pass Tommy a note in Jim, and uh, he-, he tells me and said, like, yeah, remember in school when you would do like, you know, put in order the girls you like, like one through five, and everything. it was put in order the best plays you like <laughs> from this, so we know what to call what on did Sunday. You like? <laughs> I like X Jet Black Twenty Nine Razor. Okay, that's number one. I didn't like this play. All right, great, but. You want to know how to fix the Patriots, and I'll tell you exactly what's wrong, and I'll tell you how to fix them.
4: How you don't want to do is that. Pretty you're you're going to put this out on national I'm radio. Do this, yes, because a team in division.
1: Because when I do this, I expect to be financially compensated nah, at some point. What
4: look, is man? We just talked about the Bears, and everybody all of a sudden getting credit for. <laughs> they might look to trade Justin Fields. We did that a month ago.
1: I know. I know. Keep track. Uh, try to keep up. Uh, they need more stars. That's what the Patriots need. It's that simple because everything that's gone wrong with them is because they don't have stars and they don't have the stars to help disseminate Bill Belichick's message to the team. Right now, let's go back to, to explain. This is, this is what that's the root of all the problems for the Patriots. When Tom Brady left... It was Belichick wanted to win a certain way. I want to win and show you I am the real reason for this Patriots dynasty, not Tom Brady. So I'm going to specifically go out. We're not going to sign stars. We're going to get guys that I think will fit into the Patriot way. We'll be able to play here, but I'm not going to sign any stars. I want to show you that I am the star. And going out specifically and not signing any star players to replace Tom Brady, that was what he wanted to do. He wanted to win that way. We've talked about that. Now, what's happened to the Patriots? Bill Belichick has lost his cachet and his influence with these players. Not because none of them can remember when the Patriots were winning Super Bowls. It was just a few years ago, but you have a big turnover on your staff every year. Ramondre Stevenson doesn't know Bill Belichick as someone who's winning Super Bowls. He's his coach coming out of college, right? That's what's going on. He's the the guy that loves him more than anybody.
4: That's the one thing out of the 2022 season across all of the NFL. Find someone in your life who loves you (laughs) as much as Belichick loves Ramondre Stevenson.
1: But here's why the Patriots are sitting at eight and eight number one, they need more stars because right now there's no buy-in to the Patriot way what have we seen from the Patriots all year long and this is something that Tom Brady helped with and all the big leaders they had and the great stars they had from Richard Seymour and Ty Law and Teddy Bruschi and, and all these great players and Randy Moss and Wes Welker we watched the Patriots lose a game where players took it upon themselves to try to lateral the ball at the end of the game that was tied going on was that would that have ever happened on a Tom Brady team would that have, of course not they would never have happened because that would not have been allowed you got two players suspended that Bill Belichick had to suspend and they disagree with him outright on the suspension that was a big story going into the the mm-hmm. final week of the season Matt Jones he's been entitled all year long there's been problems with Matt Jones and his entitlement walking around Patriot's way. Do any of these things happen? There's no confidence in the offensive plan because they don't have an offensive coordinator. You think Brady would have been okay with, what do you mean there's no OC? Uh, Dude, no, we're going to get an OC. All these things that have happened is Belichick has lost control with his input on the team. Because for the long time, the Patriot way was Bill Belichick's way. And when you have star players that can disseminate that way to everybody, hey, if you don't, hey, is Belichick for real? And Tom Brady says, dude, you do whatever the hell he says. Okay, okay, okay. That's gone because there's no star players. There's no stars. They have zero stars on that team. There is no one who can say, well, I got to listen to this guy. There's no Brady or Bruce. There's none of those guys. So it's hard to keep that going when you can't get that message out. And I know the message didn't get out because of all the ridiculously bad disciplinary stuff that went on with the Patriots this year that had never gone on in the 20 years that Belichick was with Brady. So if you want to win, yeah, you got to get more players, but you need to go get some stars to come in. They're going to buy into the Patriots way and say, yes, I want to come and be a star here for you at quarterback. I'm going to be a star wide receiver for you here. I'm going to be a star middle linebacker. And I'm someone who, hey, I'm going to get your message out to the team. That's what the Patriots need. They need a couple of stars. I know it's anti what Belichick wants to do because he wants to show Hey, it's the system, but no, you win with stars in the NFL. And you go out and get a couple of those players, and they buy, and these are players you know are gonna buy into Belichick's way, things will get better for the Patriots right away. Cause suddenly they will operate more as a team. There will be no disconnect, and you won't get laterals and suspensions and, and quarterbacks who have entitlement. Think about that. A quarterback who had an entitlement with the Patriots, and it's not Tom Brady. This is what happens so fast when you don't have that on your team. You can, you don't have that component on your team of leaders and and people buying in blindly to what the coach is selling, you wind up being the Jets. So there you go.
4: Well, what we've seen is the turnover in the coaching personnel, the players, and the rosters, and it's a different environment. I mean, how chirpy did players get this year? You talk about the suspensions and whatever Mac Jones was doing, which really is just like a veteran quarterback without having the uh, pelts on the wall to earn the right to go yell at your coordinator and everything else. But, you know, he certainly has shown he's got that fiery disposition that some folks like. Some also see it as a huge detriment. The point is you've got to have performance. Performance. Commensurate. Performance. With with greatness before you, uh, you know, act like you've been there because you got to get there first. But with Belichick also, when we talk about the staff, I think you'll see changes as to how he conducts that. They have the fourth most salary cap room in the national football league going into the offseason so maybe there's a bit of a restructure that goes along in that route in his po, in his comments today he didn't exactly endorse mac jones either right everything's up kind of like the aaron Rodgers quote very similar of i don't know we'll see what happens more or less yeah when, you, when you
1: hear him say mac can be a good quarterback in this league That's a that's a huge you know that's another thing that people don't pay attention to as much when when someone says this guy's our quarterback he's going to be great Mm -hmm. for us is one thing but they wouldn't hear him say he can play in this he's going to be a good quarterback in this league in this league means he doesn't necessarily have to be on our team he can be someplace else wink wink nod nod hint hint he's going to wind up being someplace else no
4: carefully selected words I mean Belichick is that guy he may give you a five minute monologue about how much he loves a guy like Johnny Hecker or someone in, in another roster. But when it comes to these things going introspective about his own, there's, there's very few guys that he's going to go deep dive on and speak that, that well of, right, we we joke about it with Stevenson, but he's backed him on a number of occasions. We talk about Matthew Slater. We talk about some of those guys and certainly the alumni uh, of what they built for over the last 20 years. But what you have right now is is a squad that doesn't have a bunch of pedigree. It's a bunch of guys, right? The way NFL rosters turn over at this point, you don't have guys that you can lean on that were there through the best of times, right? All of those guys are, are gone. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to figure out where's that anchor for this next round. You've got almost $50 million of cap room. Be very curious to see who decided to jump on board and maybe become that vocal leader this time around.
1: Oh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Kyler he Murray. Been there's lots of guys. Of I'm Lamar telling you. Jackson. He's, he's got to go out and get a star quarterback, and he's got he's got to get a star player on offense and a star on defense to go out and say, You're my guys, and you're how I'm gonna start over again with this Patriots dynasty. And they have they have no choice. I know he doesn't want star, but he's got to. He's got no you're not to you can see this is not good enough. I mean, and it's, it, to look at a glass half full thing for, for Belichick is that, well, with a team that doesn't have a lot of stars, to be 500, all right, not bad, considering you gave one game away to the Raiders because of that ridiculous ass lateral, yeah, yeah. but yeah, and you were this close to the playoffs, okay, that's good, but the same point is, you're a long way away
4: no, from but, being with the top of those other but teams. But that's it, is that you're a great coach, the talent evaluation part is still, once again, probably need another voice in the room. Probably need someone else to fight you a bit more mm. on some of those decisions uh, as you're going into free agency, into the draft room. It can't just be you and your dog. There's got to be other other people. Get at home. that dog out of
1: here now! That was one time. It was over Zoom. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the tire rack.com studios. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike. at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well, coming off of Georgia's absolute beatdown of TCU to win the national championship, all the conversation is about one player and his NFL future. And boy, does he have one. Wait, what? That's next right here from the tire rack.com studios. Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
0: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hey! Live from the tire studios where we are on Georgia 65 TCU 64 overload. Okay, that was if you were getting 57. Uh 65-7 <laughs> is your final Georgia over TCU. And and for Stetson Bennett, a guy who has had a I don't know, the guy's 25, but he's had a meteoric rise in college football the last two years. He's an overnight sensation at the age of 24. Uh, But that's kind of what it's been. He keeps the job middle of last season. He fights off JT Daniels, who is now on his seventh team in college football, wins the national title last year. His story is is, is well-spoken, former walk-on. they had the bit tonight where they fed, they dug up a tweet when he was excited to get an offer from UMass uh, eight years ago. Yeah, you were going all back to Jones County Junior yeah, College. Sure, yeah, sure. And, you know his dad was putting teams together for so so Stetson would have players to play against and play for. And you know when he was growing up and you know here he is now two time national champion. And what's the deal for his future now? Because even as recently as last week, it was yeah. I don't know if he's going to play in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to play in the NFL. Uh, time out for a second. He's getting drafted. All right? He's getting drafted. The lure, First of all, the lure of a guy who has put up pretty big numbers and won back-to-back national championships as a quarterback is going to be way too much to pass up for some team. He's going to get drafted. He's not going to be an early pick. I'm thinking maybe he's going to be around the fifth round. Yeah, he's a third-day guy. And if yeah. he starts... Rising for whatever reason, maybe he can move up around or say so, hey, fourth round, but he's a fifth round guy. He's going to get drafted because it doesn't matter what your size is. And being only five eleven, there's only been a couple of guys at five eleven being able to play quarterback in the NFL the last few years. But he does get outside. He's fast. He makes plays with his legs. He sees the the field well. He's got a strong enough arm. Doesn't have a doesn't have one of those Howitzer arms, but he's got a pretty strong arm. He can make all the throws and. There's that itch that a team is going to have to scratch. And and plenty of teams are going to have him on their board. Here's a winner. He's a guy. He's a little bit older. He's 25. He's mature coming in. Yes, we're going to go get him. And he's not someone we're going to give the job to, but we're going to see how he progresses. We're going to get him reps. He's going to play in the preseason. And maybe Stetson Bennett turns into something for us. But he will get drafted 150% because the, what he's accomplished is just too much to ignore. And I'll give you one more on this with Stetson Bennett. His best games this year, right, his best games this year have been against Oregon, Tennessee, Florida, LSU, Ohio State, and TCU. Those are the six best teams they played on their schedule to varying degrees. But you're looking at the national championship tonight. He threw for 300 yards and three quarters, right? He threw for 398 Against Ohio State, 368 against Oregon. Opening week, he has had monster, monster weeks against competition. That is the best. This is someone who raises his level the better the games get, and the better the competition. And I get, it, it's better competition at TCU. I get it. But the be, the better the game teams are, the bigger the games are. He is someone he doesn't show up. Ah, uh, well, he threw for a buck 72, but he managed the game. Well, no, he is still putting up video game type numbers in these games. So yeah. Someone's gonna draft him. It's impossible not to. Teams are gonna fall in love with him. Look at everything the guy's got going for him. Yes, he is absolutely getting drafted. Jason, in
4: 2022, we had sixty-seven by my count, if not higher. Uh once you add Davis Webb to the mix. Sixty-seven guys started a game. For the all, all of
1: the shut up. All of them for the Jets. All they could have kept
4: rotating. I yes. mean, I'm surprised they didn't go game by game. <sighs> <laughs> Even when Joe Flacco was an elite. I would have liked Mike White out there if he could have been throwing with his you know, with a bunch of padding around him and his offhand if he needed to. But the when we look at the the biggest point that you made in all the Bennett stuff look the the tangible stuff is gonna have to really outwork, outshine in the on the chalkboard and whatever else to impress you there. Right? Five eleven There's not a whole lot you can do with that. you got a handful of quarterbacks who've come in and played brilliantly at about. And this is where you start fudging a half inch or an inch (laughs) on your resume, whatever. You go to Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are the two kind of outliers, right, in terms of height. And then you got Kyler Murray, whatever you think of him, because he has his uh, cheerleaders and he certainly has plenty of folks that are detractors. In the style of play, that but it, he's
1: proven he can make plays in but the he, NFL. But he that's can make plays. Yeah. yeah,
4: so that's just it, right? And he got the bags, so he's good enough to get a bag. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> when we when we look at it going forward for Bennett, it's the you get onto a roster and you're a guy a break even if you're a break glass in case of emergency guy. You've played on all the biggest stages.
1: Or you go start for the Jets right away. Well, like right which is away. It's always You're possible.
4: Walk right away. Planet Houston. Maybe he could be the guy in Indianapolis. He's older than Zach
1: Wilson. He could walk in right now. That's I'll true. tell you, if the if you switch both those guys, the Jets are in the playoffs and Georgia still wins a national championship. Because you know what tonight, with that offensive line, Zach Wilson easily two touchdowns, one rushing. I think you could have gotten comfortable in that pocket. You missed my line there, it? Was Zach Wilson's t- easily two touchdowns and one rushing. Like Stetson Bennett had five, he would have had three. He would. Well, he finished okay. with
4: six total, but no. yeah, but, four uh, and two. Yeah,
1: he was. You know, it's just the whole thing was Zach Wilson would have been great. He would have been less than okay, and he would have been less than less than. He's been less Is than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this in, game would have
4: been more competitive. We would have had a in, better show. <laughs>
1: hey, Zach Wilson would have made this game more competitive. If he was playing for TCU? Wait, he was the number no, no, in, no. If he was playing for Georgia,
4: they, this, they might have scored
1: as many points. But
4: he was the number two <laughs> overall pick. That does, hey, there we go. We got our Zach Wilson jokes in, as it were. But but to the point of just having gone through the, the grind that he has in the Georgia schedule and playing on the biggest stages, that has value. Because look at down the stretch, the number of teams that had to turn to a second guy, a third guy. We look at the Jets. We look at the game against Miami. where we're down to our third guys. There's Skyler Thompson. There's Joe Flacco. And Chris Trevler is next. Get ready. Yeah. But legitimately, we watched a number of teams in that same boat. No disrespect to Davis Webb, the aforementioned. But the Giants decide to sit down Daniel Jones. Hey, here's your first career start. Go have fun. Right? That's where we're at in a number of these circumstances. Stetson Benton could certainly be that guy and at least come in and that moment's not going to be too big. Now, creating throwing lanes and all of that against NFL pressure. Sorry, TCU. Yeah, that's call a tough because
1: it. then you have to design the offense around he's him a little move bit more. a because you yeah. even saw a couple of throws
4: tonight. Not that he was under duress a number of times, but you did see the offensive lineman kind of stand up and he's like, all right, got to move a couple steps here so I can get a sight line <laughs> to where I'm trying to go. But we'll get him to the league
1: first, and then we'll worry
4: about that. Yeah, it's the first step.
1: Twitter, and how about a fresca? Mike, it's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up, we got more on Stetson Bennett, stuff you're not going to believe about him. we got more on Aaron Rodgers. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, you are listening to the Georgia Recap Show, (laughs) 65-7 over TCU here on
2: Fox.
0: Zumo Play.